Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. I know who's responsible for the wildfires in Maui. <laughs> White people. <laughs> That's right. It is. I did. In the New York Times, apparently, they have this uh, long. This is from townhall.com. Uh, we were all waiting for the left to voice their terrible, this terrible opinion on the Maui wildfires from Matt Vespa. <laughs> and he says, you knew this opinion piece would bubble up at some point. The Maui wildfires, et cetera, et cetera. The cause of the fires yet to be determined. I guess they're saying it's power lines. But for some, the Maui wildfires, which have destroyed communities and shattered families, was an opportunity to bash Americans and bl- America and blame the real cul- culprit of these fires, white people. Whitey! Now is not the time for pseudo-intellectual lectures about the perils of colonialism. That's basically what they're saying. White people came in and took over. If you type in what caused the fires, as I did, is from the article, intergovernmental panel says climate change, blah, blah, blah. When Christian missionaries transformed an area that was mostly wetlands into large-scale sugar plantations that required the digging of tunnels in the buildings, blah, 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 the sugar and pineapple industries led to the deforestation, et cetera, et cetera. I had to stop here. What the hell is this? To understand the fires, we must look to the 19th century. No, we don't. There are more <laughs> pressing matters at hand, like finding the hundreds that are still missing. Yeah. But you get the point. They're so, saying it's colonization. It is that white people came, and, you know, they're bad. So colonization of Hawaii, like... So first of all, like it was bad that, you know, they were, they kind of, you know, it's an invasion. The, they kind of took over the island. And, and I think it was in violation of some like conventions or something. Yeah, sorry, and, and, sorry, we rot you power, man. Well, no, but it's not, no, 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 it's not, that's oh, not it. Because the thing is, because of Hawaii's location, there was never, a, because Hawaii is so small and it is so remote and located in the middle of the biggest ocean on earth, there was never a chance for it to avoid being gobbled up by some massive power. Right. You can't be an island nation with that kind of strategic value and think that Russia or Japan or the United States or someone isn't going to go ahead and say, we're going to come here with our military infrastructure and put something here. Now, you can say it's wrong. You can disapprove of it, but that you are not going to. There is nowhere on Earth that's insulated from the rest of Earth the way that it needs to be to make sure that it doesn't like North Sentinel Island is the only place, you know, what's going on there? <laughs> they're protected. What? What's going on in North Sentinel Island? Nothing. Is it, what do you mean they're protected you, by what? You will be that, speared what the, if yeah. you show up. Oh, the natives have never con- made, been made contact with. Yeah. When people show up, they kill you. And it's it's protected by, I think, like India or whatever? India, yeah. India. It's, yeah. it's actually a part of India. They, 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 they run their own stuff. And if you go there, they're going to shoot arrows at you. And la- like a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, a helicopter flew by and they were shooting arrows yeah, at it. I imagine a couple years that ago, a guy got, ki- guy got killed because he missionary. tried to go there. Yeah. You ever seen Cannibal Holocaust before? Anybody ever watch no, that? No, no. Right. I won't the, bring it up. There's then. a visual, like a video simulation <laughs> well, of well, the colonization I'm, of the Pacific that's fucking wretched. You guys gotta I, I watch gotta, it. At some I, point. I just gotta say, uh, Phil, I'm sorry, you've just proved them right. What? North Sentinel Island hasn't burned down. <laughs> this is this is you that have proves a, it. True. Did you Although, see? Uh, but North Sentinel Island is not remote like like uh, Hawaii. It doesn't see? have power lines on it, does it? <laughs> no, it is. It is. It is. You know, guys, I have to. I have to say this. You know, it is. It is difficult for me. Without Luke or Serge here, I'm the only person of color. Uh, that's not true. Yeah, right. I'm Polish. Oh, you are? Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And it's not one sixteenth. It's a quarter. Okay. All right, that so, counts. Yeah. I'm only a quarter Korean, so that counts. Oh. 
There, there we go. go. All right. Have well, something in common. Oh, oh, so we can rag on these white dudes. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I do it all the time. I've been Fuck called. Em. I've been called the blackest <laughs> member of the Libertarian Party several times. <laughs> I never. <laughs> I never. Uh, Twenty three and meet myself. So I don't know if I'm black or white or yeah. color or, or not. I'm. I'm confident that you're white. I'm sorry. Are you? Are you <laughs> I'm Spanish. I'm, I'm. I'm mostly Spanish. I my think dad, I might my be Neanderthal. Spanish, Spanish is white. Yeah. Polish. Yeah. Polish is a person of color. What if I'm five percent Neanderthal? Then you're still white because then you're not human. Yeah. Actually, then, yes. you, then, then you count as an animal. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then you're, yeah. yeah, and you have actually less rights. You got to go I, with the communists. Buddy. I'm gonna Sorry. I'm gonna side with the uh, that the white colonists. I'm um, not that they're white, but that the colonists did cause this. Joe Biden tweeted today <laughs> that he's laser focused. On the Maui recovery, yeah. well, laser, laser focused. Laser on focused. <laughs> he should probably be a little less that focused. Guy laser focused on a single thing, man. Dude, uh, this is when we had Nick Sorter on the show last night, and I mean, he's basically almost explaining what we're talking about right now. That people came in, they set up power lines, they kind of modernized and colonized the island, and then they don't take the wood out of the. They don't like keep up the forest you're supposed to go in and remove the the dead wood from it underneath is, the trees so that these brush fires don't happen and they haven't been doing that it is that's what's not called. white people that are doing that, yeah white people are not it's, the people in charge of the island it's the democrats on the west coast it's the democrats and, and i'll tell you i grew up on the west coast all up and down oregon and washington and, and california progressive deforestation policies have created all the wildfires on the west coast period they've stopped clearing the underbrush they stopped taking down trees so there's trees growing right next to trees it's like a giant tinderbox why did they stop because of the the push from the left for you know co conservation oh to leave it natural yeah i mean much. part of our natural survival is our ability to go in from the from the beaches into the forest get the dead wood out go back to the but beaches when the, logger, life. the natural th the natural thing is forest fires the logging the natural thing is to there let was the forest yeah. fires go and and never there was never forest fires when i was a kid there were but they were nothing like there's 150 of them in oregon well, every year there's now. power lines going through all those forests now and if you're going to do that you need to do management of the forest it's white people man so <laughs> I, I agree with phil and i also agree what? with you it's progressive deforestation policies have led to uh giant tender boxes all up and down yeah. the west coast there's no doubt about it and and anybody who's arguing that at this point is is just a democrat or doesn't understand what they're talking and about those policies have bled into hawaii I'm sure. Yeah. Well, the, sure. the the stuff that's on Hawaii is a little different. I I don't know what uh you know what their policies are, but I know that the the stuff that caught on fire was grassland. I believe that so, I believe that Hawaii was on purpose. I mean, yeah. If not, the fire was on purpose. If, yeah. if not, that it was what, what, set. That they was what? allowed to happen. I, yeah. yeah. Perhaps, that's here's the thing. If it wasn't on purpose, if it wasn't on purpose, they still used it to make sure that they could get really cheap real estate i mean the government yeah there's no doubt. right and 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 there's a story about a uh, uh one of the residents was arrested oh that doesn't trying mean, trying to go back to his house and they're yeah. blocking off all the destruction yeah. they were blocking off people trying to get out yeah right there's a, a guy he's 39 he was trying to go back to his property apparently they said they saw him leaving so they arrested him yeah. and said that was trespassing you're not allowed in there and when they reported on the uh, arrest, most outlets did not mention that he was actually a resident trying to wow. go back to his property, perhaps because there's like valuables that are hard metal. Yeah. Like ima imagine you've got, I don't know, let's say let's say you even have a couple hundred bucks worth of silver. That, that silver is still there. It's not destroyed in the fire. You want to go get it? Nope. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, and, and there's, now. You, you have, there's safes that are fire. Oh, totally. Absolutely. So dude's got like a, a, a photo album or something or some memory cards or hard drives or money. Probably money. Yep. And he wants to go get it back. So they arrest him. Like what? What the fuck is going on that they're keeping these people out? Well, and they're they're offering to buy that property for pennies yeah. on the dollar yep. now, and Oprah and Hillary are sitting there up on the mountain it's, it's having coffee, watching it, going, "We're gonna get some new property." It's I, literally I mean, it's, some it's of the most property. most valuable property in the world too. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. no doubt, 
it's it, like I said, Hawaii is is really really unique. It's one of the most remote places in the world. The value of the shoreline there, you know, it's it's beyond astronomical. And the the there have been developers trying to get the uh, local owners of the property who've owned it for generations, offering them tens of millions of dollars for a lot, and they're not selling uh-huh. because they don't want to. You know, they don't want to lose the property. It's literally priceless because there's nowhere else in the world it's like it. It's their family's property, yeah. too. They yeah. got it. I think Nick quoted forever. it as one square acre, one acre squared. Is that how you say it? Is 10 million? One square lot. Acre. That would make one sense. One lot, yeah. I think he That's said. One, one acre was it five acre. I think it was one acre. It was 10 million. It's a tiny piece of land for how much money it was. I know that. I think oh, it was wow. like one lot. He was saying for like waterfront, one lot on uh, in Lahaina. Like he's like ten mil. Yeah. Worth every every cent. Worth without every without cent. a property. If I yeah, if I just had the land. if I had the money to buy property in Hawaii, I would again I would buy buy property in Hawaii again because there is they're not making any more. It's the most valuable piece of land that you could probably get. Your hand oh, the volcanoes are making more. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, on the, they're only making them on the Big Island though. They're not making any more uh, property on the other islands. Yeah, it's but, it's 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 so sad. And I've I've heard I don't know if this is true. But apparently Maui was supposed to be a candidate for like a smart island. Mm-hmm. So they're supposed to do all this like green renovations anyway. And I think this is going to definitely speed right. up the process. Well, look, I went up on Zillow and uh, 2.3 million for 15 acres. Where? Uh, Lahaina, uh, coastal. What? Really? Uh, yeah. Buy it, Tim. How much? 2.3 million there's a here's an here's a one million dollar lot non-co oh oh it's it's also they're like semi-coastal because there's a road but uh uh yeah one million dollars for 15 acres buy it in lahaina but why does I don't it say that lahaina right now lahaina yeah yeah yeah, yeah. lahaina Hawaii. there is there's a photo of one house in the middle of all the fire that survived 50, 50 days on crazy. zillow so <sighs> these are these are old listings obviously but they've frozen sales so you can't buy them Oh. 3.5 million what do we got here this got to be a property i'd imagine this got to be like actual building this one is uh nope 25 acres wow lot land oh it's all just land where, where, what's going on is it just like vertical like Hold 60 on. degree angles maybe that's it though is there's no houses for sale no they're, they're they're there i just have to select let me just select apply and uh loading These last few years have not been easy on our economy. And with tax season finally arriving, there will be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them and pocketing profits for themselves. America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-431-5684 and you'll be in touch with America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS's predatory tactics and put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-431-5684. That's 800-431-5684. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Again, 800-431-5684 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Tucker. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. 
Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Taking a long time. These are, these, these, these are apparently old listings, though. Okay, here we go. That didn't add much. What is this? Maybe if I turn the Wi-Fi on. I know it's really expensive. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, two bedroom, two bath, 3.5 million. Wow. Yeah. 13. It's on a. So these, these houses are on like, yo, 15 acres is big. A lot. So this is a two bedroom, two bath, thousand square foot. It's 3.5 million. Beautiful house. Probably no longer exists. It's been on the market for 118 days. I don't think this house is there anymore. Whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll tell you this. Oh, wait. No. What happened? There's a plot of land uh, two towns away from me in Iowa right now. 71 acres with a seven bedroom old school farmhouse on it bunch of farms and other stuff mm-hmm. comes with a tractor for the cornfield i think wow. 1.1 million dollars wow 71 acres 11 wow. million dollars for a five bedroom five and a half bath 5,777 square feet on five acres Jeez. 11 million you how much is that josh 71 acres in iowa right now for sale for 1.1 million dollars <laughs> I, I bought wait my- what 71 acres. Yeah, that's terrible. I bought f- I bought my 40 Dude, you can you can, acres in New Hampshire. Yeah, you, you can get 130 acres in in West Virginia it's, in in like Morgan County for This a has minute. a seven bedroom farmhouse farm comes with the, the corn the corn tractor all oh, the okay, irrigation. Right. I like, think I, I so think that's an expensive. Farm, then. That's cheap. That's really 70, cheap. 77 acres? I'm from California. It'd is be it a, a f- $20 million, easy $20 million deal where I'm from. If it's a functional farm, then it's not it's, it's, it's not bad because you can literally farm, yeah. go in and start producing Just, a profit. To, so we got, you know. we got 50 acres with two standing structures, uh, one in need of renovation, but still sound. Right. Uh, one brand new, uh, a building, and the, the 50 acres was 750. That's really that's really nice. That's West Virginia. Yeah, that is really. That's nice. normal. I didn't know it was that cheap here. Yeah, and we're and we're you're an hour from the airport. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, really that's good why idea. when you were like a million for seven, I'm like, that's not that good. Seventy seventy one. I think it's like seventy one point two acres. It, is it easier I mean, it's to clear the land? I suppose. I have a much feeling, easier to clear the land. Yeah, I have a feeling he's talking about an actual farm, and what you got was like property with a stro- with structures. He's got like the infrastructure yeah, it's irrigation. Yeah, so it's got a full ir- functioning farm. Yeah, yeah, it's got a full cornfield, and you get. The, you know, you got a cornfield now. Well, you get them corn subsidies, man. Yeah, and if you got a, well, another <laughs> thing is you got a, cornfield. That means you grow the food that you can give right. to your dairy cows. Dairy. Right. Cows. So we exactly. we we were talking about doing this out here. Of um, there was like a hundred acre lot. Oh. Let me uh, let me try and look. Hundred acres is a lot. Are you talking about the reserve, Tim? Yeah, we were talking about making like a public. Let's do this. Let's. Uh, I remember the name. <laughs> Hundred acres is a lot of acreage. We were gonna yeah. buy and just be like, "Come build whatever you want," That's and we'll cool. like, we're not gonna charge rent or anything. No. But there's gonna be like, it's not for you to live and whatever. It's to like have fun things, make a little fur trader hut or something, right. and then you'll have you'll have that piece of land for as long as you decide. And then if you leave and don't come back after a certain amount of time, we take it and we'll give it to somebody else. But it's basically like a park where people can do fun stuff. That's a that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, we, it was right around when Elon took over Twitter and those two guys memed the internet, Ligma Johnson. Yes, yep. 
And so we were having fun with the different names we can make with a that was a, a lot of preserve. Fun. Yeah, that was a good that was a good couple weeks there. I really enjoyed that oh, a lot. It, time flies, man. It seems like yeah. it was not that long ago. It was over a it year was a ago. while ago. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I've had my Twitter back. I was off. I was kicked off Twitter for over a year. I got kicked off in. I want to say it was like October of 2020. Why? I never got a reason. Was it? Co- were you talking about COVID? No, I was talking about pedophiles. I think. <clears throat> oh, October 2020. Good timing. Yeah, I think it was. I was talking. I think it was that map. The 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 teacher who was saying that we had to normalize the term minor attracted person and that destigmatize the word pedophile. And I was Ooh. just like, that's really nice. Now face the wall. And uh, I think I think it was that was the last straw. But I had already had a bunch of strikes talking about COVID and the products and stuff. Oh, like the vaccines! That. Now we're on the after show. Fuck um, them! Oh, fucking yeah. vaccines! Yeah, whatever yeah. the radic- Oh, jeez. Yeah, I was talking about I was talking about COVID a lot. I read. I read maybe it was twenty twenty one when I got kicked off. I don't remember, but I was off for over a year. I know I was over a year, and then I had sent in appeal every single day for three hundred and sixty five days. And then all of a sudden, one day I woke up and my Twitter was back. What day? I don't remember. But within the last six months or before that? No, I feel like it's been a while now. It's been over six months for sure. After Elon bought it? At, right after Elon bought it. Within a couple of weeks, yeah. Because I was already at <clears throat> almost a 20,000 wow. follower. Here you go. So. 260 acres in Morgan County, West Virginia, 1.5 million. Wow. That's crazy. That's Got a big beautiful. old barn on it. Wow. Got water access. Yeah. Look at this. Is that that's a deer barn? That's crazy. Wow. So forest like that is, that's why Appalachia it is, is a stronghold yeah. if anyone invades us. Yeah, it's going to be hard but to But these things there. are basically everywhere. You ain't riding tanks through there very easily. No. Easy. 116 no. for a mill. That's pretty wild. What do we got here? How much is this one? 2.9. 1,000. Look at that view. 936 acres for, for 2.9 million. That's Jeez, a ranch, dude. my friend. See, that might be worth getting. Yeah. Yeah, that's a ranch. Oh, you get that that river access is... Yeah. So, cr- especially in the future, You're going to control resources in that area, for sure. There's yeah. no doubt. You can build cities and yeah. stuff. 105 acres for $290,000. I could buy something like that. a lot Fuck. to clear. Wow. That would be... Do Yo, it, man, Lord. Crazy. That's really cool. Yeah, that's wild for two point two point nine. That's wild. It's only two hundred ninety thousand. Two hundred ninety thousand. Wait a minute. What? Two hundred ninety thousand through a hundred acres. That. I have what? No way. Something's going yeah. On. Put down five percent. Can you, does it say that you can't build there or something? There's got to be some kind of caveat. No, it's oh, just in the middle of fucking nowhere, dude. Oh, yeah, land is, is land, yeah land out like when you got like land with like nothing on it, it's not super expensive. It costs so much to renovate. Well, I mean, yeah, you got to clear it and you got to build on it and stuff. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was two point nine million for a minute, and then I looked closer. I can't see that far away. I got bad eyes. As I got a little data about Hawaii, it was first colonized by the United States in nineteen hundred, and they had it as a. There's, there's a shitload of this. If yeah, you this if you start wild. going further out to like the uh, the Maryland Panhandle, yeah, that's why two hundred seventy six acres for nine hundred. How far away from the airport is that? So about an hour. This is Cumber. It's basically super close to Cumberland. You're further farther than an hour away. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna want to do some kind of puddle jumper from a small airport. But uh, Pittsburgh has one. Pittsburgh's like an hour, like probably two hours oh, from that's here. Not far. Okay. Right, and then you're, you're the air like you're gonna hour and forty five, maybe two hours to one of the DC airports. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is only that is that close yeah. to here. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, wow, Gettys- Gettysburg is like what like forty five minutes away. Oh wow. Yep. We get Steelers games out here. Really? Yeah, Gettysburg is right over here. I just uh, just gonna... want you want to stay away from uh, Maryland, but here you go in Maryland, which is like 30, 40 minutes from the airport, five hundred ninety thousand for one hundred fifty acres. Thurmont's good though. Thurmont Thurmont is MAGA country, definitely. Yeah, but who cares? Because Baltimore is not, and Baltimore That's is going to send state troopers to beat the fuck out of you if you have a gun. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I won't go anywhere that doesn't uh, allow me constitutional carry. That's for sure. I you just got to go all the way out to the middle of nowhere here and get. That's more expensive shit. I so, love the middle of nowhere stuff, but the problem is we couldn't do the show. We wanted to. We wanted to go to like Wyoming or Montana. It's hard with the internet, right? Someone yeah. said, make sure the land is not perked. They may not let you build. Perked or they may not let you build. I don't know what that means. That's the hardest part about being in Iowa too is we, we only got like one gig. And and it's I, I can't multi-stream my show. Mm. You can Why? get uh, you need to get like five Starlinks and then bond them. Yeah, it's got I got to do something crazy. It drops if I if because I use OBS to put the show out. And so if if I try to restream like to three or four different platforms, we'll start dropping frames right right away, and then we'll drop the we'll drop the whole show. I can only I only stream to YouTube, and then it auto uploads to oh, yeah. Rumble and uh, all right and other places. Here you go, hundred and thirteen acres for a thousand dollars. No, in Iowa. Uh, what? Yeah, is that Iowa? Yep. Yeah. Where? What? Uh, Westgate. Westgate. I don't even Dude, know. Dude, buy it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can you put a buy now in for me, please? <laughs> no, these are these are fake. It's like one dollar. Yeah, yeah. It's not real. Yeah, it's not I think real. that's auctions. They'll do that. Look yeah. around a dale. We, live, we live in Let's West. Uh, we live in West Des Moines. There they might have go. that property on, in a dale. In a dale. Here you go. One hundred fifty-six for. That's cool. Where is it? A dale. It's right outside of Des Moines somewhere. It might. It's they're all basically a million. Bucks. I live in West Des Moines. Oh, here you go, dude. One hundred eighteen for two hundred k. Yeah, that's not bad. Ah, it's an auction. It's an auction. Of course. Yeah, dude, Iowa's expensive, man. You know, you know why? It's because Chicago's right there. Yeah, we're not. We are. We're about five hours away from Chicago, where we live. Minneapolis, too. Yeah, that's Kansas the coolest. City. That's the coolest part about Iowa is you can get so many places in ten hours. You can get to like 20, 20 states in ten hours either man. way. It's crazy. See, yeah, that's the thing. I drive you know, everywhere. Not like anyone's gonna go buy a hundred acres, but yo, seriously, let's sure. like let's 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 do this. Let's uh, let's do a lot size of one acre to five acres. And then let's set the price way down, two hundred. Yeah, there's tons of land to be had. Mm-hmm. Five acres for two hundred. That's a Tumwa too. That's a that's a pretty cool spot. Yeah, that's a thing. Like people need to understand about buying. We don't properties. have any mountains though. You you don't need yeah. two hundred thousand dollars. You save up for a few years to get a down payment, and then you buy it. But you got to figure out what your income is to pay that that loan right. off or whatever. Phil, do you, are let's, you? Like, uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go to callers. Sweet. Oh, we are you in the middle of nowhere? Your place? Not particularly middle of nowhere. I mean, do it's, we have it's a, a do we have small an order town. Request? No particular order tonight. However, you want to do it. Tonight. All right, Liam the Censor. We're starting with you. Welcome to the show. Yo. Thank you all so much for having me on. So, my question for the panel: um, Given that uh, World War Three seems to be pretty likely, um, I wanted to see if you all, like, if Article Five was uh, triggered. Do you all think that there's a possibility that the U.S. might not even send troops and that we'd essentially act as a manufacturing base no. for the rest of NATO so that they could deal We already with sent troops. The, I mean, like, large scale. I'm talking, like, you know, not just special forces. I'm, You know what I mean? Because, I mean, like, at that point, you're kind of... No, nah, we... we, boots, a, boot, boot, we so, yes, definitely boots on the ground. Yeah. No question. 100%. But I reject the premise of the question that World War Three is likely... I don't. At least, I think that the Ukraine thing—it's not a. I think we're pushing. I think we're pushing Russia, Russia into the arms of China, and then we're messing with China at the same time. It's kind of—it's a little worrisome for sure. I don't yep. know if it's imminent, but it's definitely worrisome. It should be worrisome to everybody, for sure. And Taiwan yeah, I, is a tripwire for war, I right? One hundred percent. And um, 
You think considering, so? Just considering we have troops uh, already in Europe and we have special forces already in Ukraine, there some more support is going to be sent. Uh, you can maybe make the argument that we're not going to see heavy combat from our personnel in the immediate, but we send, you know, tech support and supplies and we have a large amount of soldiers on military bases throughout Europe. But yeah. And Article 5 means flying. every member of NATO. Yep. But that's the thing is, if you got a defensive pact and then one of the and then someone's in a war and then they join your defensive pact after they're already in the war, it doesn't trigger your defensive pact. I mean, I don't know that you can really say that. Well, I mean, not historically, that, it didn't. I don't know what they would do, though. I, I, I personally, I look, I'm anti Ukraine and NATO. There's absolutely no reason for take Ukraine that a step further phil to, be anti-nato well yes i am, I am I, that, fair enough i am but i'm for this context i'm a, absolutely against ukraine being a part of nato 100 there is no reason to have a ukraine uh join nato all it does is make conflict with russia more likely ukraine and russia have like a long real deep history russia comes from ukraine like the ukrainian rus were the people that started russia so like that that history we don't want to stick our nose in like we don't i don't i don't there's no reason for the united states to do that like at all so that's my take i I just don't think that we should we should be defending ukraine from russia that's beyond our our or taiwan from china for that matter but uh liam did you want to elaborate any more on that one it's a simple answer yes yeah like if you guys are okay with my elaborating absolutely um so, like, the reason I kind of thought about that was because, you know, despite despite us uh, offshoring a lot, we still have a large manufacturing base. We have a large population. Um, plus, you have other countries where it'd probably be more likely that they'd be involved and be easier to logistically. Not saying that we couldn't, because, like you said, we do have military bases over there and troops in Europe already. Yep. But in my opinion, the main art, the main reason I would think that that's a possibility however likely is because the American public for all intents and purposes is not wanting to get involved in a war here. So it would almost be like, Oh, well we like we're at war with Russia, but we're not going to send troops over there. Don't worry guys. We're just going to, here's what's going to happen. Pittsburgh is going to have a major outage and there's going to be people screaming and rioting and the government's going to come out. Joe Biden's going to say a cyber attack launched from Moscow took out a main water reclamation plant in Pittsburgh, resulting in a loss of water for three million people. FEMA is responding immediately. But le- my fellow Americans, this this is an act of war. Make no mistake. And I'm now going to confer with my colleagues in Congress or, you know, with members of Congress as to the appropriate response to how the United States deals with this overt act of war. And then we're going to war. And then we're going to war. Yeah. And then you're going to have the media being like they killed people. <laughs> 10,000 dead in Pittsburgh and you're saying let them get away with it you love Putin it's it's, it's it'll and it could even be worse than that they'll basically be Chris Christie all over the news yeah, absolutely <laughs> there will be an explosion and then they'll say that the Russians have taken credit for it that it was an attack on our infrastructure because the, because we we manufacture a component in this area that was being used by the Ukrainians and then you know Russia's going to deny it and they're going to say we know they did it and they're targeting us because we believe in freedom and then they're going to say, we have to stop this. But it may even be worse than that. I imagine that if it, they want us to go to war, you'd need something more substantive than 9-11. What that would be, I don't know. But cutting off the water 
or blowing up some kind of refinery or some kind of cyber attack that results in the deaths of several thousands. Yeah, I'd have to kill a lot of people for sure. What if Several thousand people. What if it's something like they're sending Biden over there for peace talks and he gets kidnapped or killed? Biden. He's assassinated. Replace Biden yeah. and you get your war. Yeah, that's true. Holy shit. So, although Biden, most of America could be like, see you later, pops. <laughs> yeah, wow. you need you need large scale death. Yeah. So, so it's maybe a side, maybe maybe Biden's vidding. Uh, here you go. Biden goes to visit some kind of you know on the campaign trail visiting uh, some union shop, and then something happens. They blame on Russia. They could mm. assassinate Biden and blame it on Russia. That wouldn't be enough. <clears throat> In conjunction with a nuclear, you, you, I mean, I'm just, I don't even want to say it because it's like, what am I saying? They could, uh, we would need mass death. Like those words coming out of our mouths is not healthy. So uh, that's stupid. But, but being in aware order, of false flags, it's not United, stupid. It is. The, in it's, order for the United States. the darkness. You got to expose it, but don't become it. No one is doing that. We're in order for the, for, it's what they would do and have done. And there's no reason they won't do it again. And this idea that like we better not just say it is is, is stupid. To no, be, absolutely. Just be careful with saying over and over people, again. They, we need mass death. Be careful of saying that over and over uh, again. Uh, uh, that's a, a ridiculous, weird hippie notion. I Calling know. out the to establishment people, because like they engage in false flag attacks like the Gulf of Tonkin, and we we so we all know about Operation Northwoods. So right now we know they want to escalate the war. If it comes to it, they will need U.S. troops on the ground, and the only way to get that is if you get mass public support. It's going to be in, incredibly fucking difficult to pull off considering the culture wars, especially so, with Biden, because he's not he's not convincing. But so it's going to have to be some kind of serious attack like a Pearl Harbor. You know, I I mean, I I don't know that I am, in a, uh, am comfortable saying that I wouldn't put it past them. But once you pointed that out, like if they smoked Biden, right, say we're going to get real conspiracy theory, the, the feds or the CIA decides they're going to smoke Biden, right? They take care of the problem with Ukraine and his kid. They take care of yep. the problem of Biden. Uh, I mean, he becomes no, a martyr. No, no, he becomes a martyr. Yeah. He becomes a heroic image in history. Yeah. The Biden investigation no longer exists yeah. in the public space. And Gavin Newsom can now run. And then Kamala Harris was with Biden when the whole thing. Went I think out. that's the plan is 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 Gavin Newsom, and that Absolutely. scares the shit out of me. Yeah. But uh, there. now that oh, we've kind of gone <laughs> very deep on this one, uh, Liam, was that uh, sufficient? Oh, absolutely. Um, thank you all so much for having me on. If I can just give a shout out, I think you all should have JB McCuskey on. He's West Virginia's uh, auditor. He's running for attorney general. Ooh. He'd be cool. a great guest. Right on, man. Also. If y'all ever want to come to Marshall, I'm chair of college Republicans there. We'd love to have you. Word. We are Marshall. That That's cool. What is it? What is it? You say yes, Marshall? sir. Yeah, we are Marshall. It's good. Nice. I know from right. movie. Mar- is that Ohio? Marshall? Uh, West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Oh, West Virginia. All right, man. We'll, uh, we'll take a look. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, dude. Thank you so much. All right. Next up, we have Larkin. Larkin, you are on the show. Larkin Rose. You must unmute yourself. Howdy. 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 How's it going? I uh, really appreciate you guys having me on. I uh, I had a question for, for Ian because, Ian, I couldn't disagree with you more, but I love you, man, and uh, I respect your openness to change. And the same reason why I really have been watching Tim for the past, like, 10 years or so. But uh, for me, I was very much when it came to the abortion question, right? You know, like, I used to be very libertarian on it, and, you know... It's not really my position, and who am I to say when life began? And I used to be in the military, and I was in—I uh, worked in intelligence, and we used to do kind of like a fun thing on the weekends where we would do like debates. 
and we would force each other to take like the opposite opinion. And I was talking to this guy and I heard my own argument coming from his mouth. And as I heard it, like I, it, something just clicked in me and I saw, saw it as like, and I'm not saying anyone is evil, but like the argument and the mindset in itself is evil. And it was, you know, like who can say when life begins? So what does it matter? You know, why not just, you know, like, who, who do you know when life begins? And so my question for you is, is like, for me, my epiphany in that moment was like, if I can't say when life begins, why would I possibly take the chance of killing a child? And like being someone that grew up taking care of my little brothers and stuff like that and being, you know, in the military and stuff, you, you protect. That's what a man does, you know? And I it completely changed. In that moment, it absolutely changed my mind and how I view it. And I was just wondering, does that argument make any sense to you? Uh, well, I don't argue that it's not alive. Like sperm and egg are both alive. And I just don't think it's a human when it's in zygote form. That's about nine days. It takes a while for it to start to develop into what we consider human. And like, yeah, not all life is sacred. Well, you were in the military. Um, there's a time and a place for life. There's a time and a place for destruction of life to consume it, to survive. You eat animal. You Whoa! destroy plants. Oh, hold on here. <laughs> Let me finish. Sorry. I got you. And, uh, sorry, I made a minute. I'm sorry, what? Oh, I was saying, I understand what you're, that argument. It seems a little kind of somewhat misplaced. I understand, like, I took fire. Friends of mine were buried, you know, and I returned fire. And I never blamed a lot of the people some of them that were doing it because like they didn't really have a choice right and if i was them i'd be doing the same thing but it still doesn't mean i wouldn't there is right and wrong i'm going to protect the people around me and i'll and i'll do what i have to do but as someone that recent i never thought i would have kids i'm 37 i was single and then i met my wife and i kind of couldn't take the chance to like have it uh to like just do the jump and now she's like the best thing that ever happened to me i just had to let go of like and we have a kid that's five months old. And I can tell you, every step of the way, there's no freaking question. Like, every step of the way that, like, this is life. You know what I'm saying? And I understand. We all have our own way of looking at things. And we have our own experiences. Uh, for me, if I'm looking at it, like I said, it's just like, why would I take the chance? Even if you'd, like, you just don't think it's life at all. Like at in Inception. No, it, it, it is alive but when it's a sperm so, and an egg. It's not a human at inception. But is there a chance that it is? And if it no. there is, what? why would you allow it? it? I mean, it's a zygote. It's not trigger? a human. Uh, All I, right. The it, it, I, I, I'm I'm very pro-life, and that's why I'm obsessed with revolutionizing our energy grid. People that say they're pro-life, but they don't talk about actually fortifying our electrical system but they, the virtue signal about what some woman over there has to do. You want to protect her? You want to protect life? Protect the woman. I, what? So, I, Ian, the part you that I have trouble with... Yeah, I, I just have a problem with that because that that, by, that is just changing the subject. Like, what I mean, what when, subject? When you, when you said, no, if you're pro-life then and you change, start talking yeah. about you're changing the subject. Yeah, but they don't think it's murder. You're, no, we talked about this last night for like an but, hour. No, but the point that I'm making is I have a problem with saying that because you're, you're changing the subject to avoid the conversation. The point that he's making is its life and the stuff that you're saying, like when you're like, it's not a zygote, it's not a human life. It's human DNA. If you don't, if you, 
like I get what you're saying about being like, you know, or I understand why people could be pro-choice and stuff, but I, I just feel like, like, well, his, let's, 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 let's try this. There's Ian, a meme. Ian, what's a human? There's a meme. Let me, what, what? I'll answer your question, but there's a meme of protect the baby in the womb, protect it, protect it, protect it. And then as soon as the baby's born, you're on your own kid. That's a meme about the right wing conservative movement. But that's that's not how they real. That's, that's not true. That's, uh, that's a lie though. from leftists. I mean, they don't want socials. They don't want like social services to protect the, because the social single services mother. Don't protect families. They, they give cause them, poverty and fatherlessness. That's the argument that's made. Yeah. But, yeah. but in so the womb, the but anyway, idea, the idea what's a human? The, the idea that the only solution for helping a baby is for the government to take money from other people and then put kids in state institutions makes no sense. But anyway, define human so we can figure this one out. I'll go with the definition of the dictionary. I, I mean. I'd read it, look it up and read it if you want. Do you know what it is? I don't know. It's fucking, it's an animal from the hominid, homo sapien. How, how, well, how technical I'm do you want to get? If you don't have, I, need, I you said a zygote is not a human. So I'm asking you what you think a human is. Uh, it's an evolved hominid. The most evolved hominid that we know of. So you're a saying of that the primate genus Homo, especially a member of the species Homo sapiens, distinguished from other apes by a large brain and the capacity for speech. A person. Large brain. So, no, those little things in the womb don't have large by. brains. That's what it said. Distinguished by. Compared to the size of its body, Ian. That's not what that says, does it? I mean, what? How, so, so, you so, wanna... so, all right. So, my question is, you, it's like a, 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 like a dog, like, like, a, like, a, like a turtle in an egg isn't a turtle? Because I mean, a turtle is defined as like an, an, an amphibious reptilian, uh, an aquatic reptilian with, four, with, with two arms, uh, two legs, and uh, uh, retracts into a shell. So if this, if the turtle is in the egg, it's not actually a turtle. If it's a turtle else. is in an egg, it's a turtle because it's a turtle in an egg. If it's if it's a zygote in an egg, it's not a turtle yet. And I feel like so you're playing Schrodinger's it, cat with. No, I life. think you're making excuses to justify a. No, I think people position. are insane if they look at a zygote and say it's a human. They're fucking insane. Well, what else would it? Okay. Like if you leave it alone, it is definitely going to become a human. Maybe. So why can't it a be baby a human born with no arms and no legs? It's not going to be a refrigerator. Uh, a it might, not, might not survive at all. A baby born with no arms and no legs is it human? Yeah, but a baby can't survive outside of the womb. All right, a baby with, born without, with no arms and no legs is it human? Without mm -hmm. help, it is. Yeah, but humans have two arms and two legs, and this I, thing doesn't. That's no, I don't think that was part of the definition. And it's, what, what you if, can have deformities and shit and still be a human. So then, what defines a human? Phil just read the definition. Right, Large so, brain, hominid okay, species. Okay, so a baby, a baby born with a diminished brain, not human. Ian, yeah, just like when you say when it says large brain, like just I want to point this out. I just want to. Ian needs to answer this. There have been babies born with diminished brains. If the human, human babies born with deformities, then they're human. But if they're, no they're probably still human, like partway through. They're, they're most. I believe they become human at some point along the gestation process. Right, 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 but but if, if if it doesn't have a large brain, you're saying it's not human. When do you think they start to feel pain? If it doesn't have a large brain, you think it's not human? I don't know. I'd have to look into the science. Is, it, is that what you're saying? No. So, but you just said a human is defined as having a large brain, right? Yeah, it's part of the Phil's definition. Okay, so right if now. there is a human, bo a, ba a baby is born, but it does not have a brain, is it human? If it has no brain, it's not a human. It's not a human. It's a husk of a meat sack if it has no brain. These things exist, you know, right? There, there are babies that are born without brains. Yeah, I would not. And they have a cerebellum human, which, which regulates the involuntary uh, processes. So it then the question then becomes, do you think, it? so the question then becomes, do you think the physical mass of the brain or the conscious entity defines a human? I think both. And if so, so if someone's body dies, they're no longer a human. So here's the issue. You're you're the, the issue I take is not whether or not you're right or wrong. It's that you're not making any logic at all. And Pull I'll up explain. a picture of and a I'll zygote explain. and I'll explain. Do that for a me. baby with born with nothing but a cerebellum 
can regulate its involuntary uh, functions. It can breathe and it has a heartbeat and its eyes move around, but doesn't have higher functions. You say that's clearly not a human. You said no brain. And it's not I, a baby born with a cerebellum. That's part of the brain. That means they have a brain. So, not, so I did say babies with a cerebellum can can regulate. So, so okay, so so that is a human then. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. So, so it it has a small a small dimension. So it's not a large brain though. But you said a large brain. That's what Phil read. Okay, so do you agree it's a large brain or just some? I mean, I think his brain? point of it being relative to body mass is that what you were? Well, the the point is like when it says large brain, like the brain, your brain is not large compared to the sun. And that was the comparison you made earlier. Yeah, but like, those oh, zygotes don't have brains. No, but, no, but it's not taught. The zygotes are, they're building the brain. It's a diploid it is, cell function. It is building the brain. It is becoming a human. But it is so becoming is the sperm before it impregnates the egg. Like, what's that the is, fucking, how, how dude, esoteric you, do you want to get? Be, it's DNA, man. This is esoteric, not it's DNA. Super, that's a good way to define it. Esoteric. So, so when, as soon as the, as soon as you, as soon as the sperm fertilizes the egg, that's new DNA, independent from the the DNA from the father and the mother. That's a human being. That's a new mm -hmm. human being. That, I, that's human a leap. DNA. That's a leap of what? Of, what? Um, what? What? What's, 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 what's a leap of logic to say that it's mother DNA, father DNA, therefore it's a human. That's no, 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 no. Mother DNA, father DNA, third new DNA. Yes, that doesn't mean that it's human. That means it's human. It's, right, right. No, that's human DNA. You can fucking tweak it so much. Here's the issue. Here's the issue. There's a very simple and clear definition of human. And it pertains to what Phil described, a unique set of DNA of the hominid, whatever you want, homo sapien order. Your definition makes no sense. And I'm not saying you are wrong about abortion. I'm saying when you say a zygote is not a human and I say, what's a human? You say, I don't know. I go, OK, well, then how the fuck are you defining zygote? Well, a human it has am, a brain, I, it has a fucking heart. It has fingers. So if a human is born with no brain. And they're okay. I already answered this question. It's not human if it doesn't have a brain, dude. So then, so, so then, what makes a human who is a full adult consciousness? Okay, awareness. so when someone goes in a coma, they're not human anymore. Th yes, they're human in, in a coma, if, but they don't have a brain and no consciousness. If, if they have no brain, then they're no longer fucking human. What about when you go to sleep and you're not conscious? You're still a human. You're a sleeping human. But you just said it's that not if you just don't have consciousness. You, That's part you, of the definition okay. of being human. Okay. There's a, there, there are babies born with what they describe as not having a brain. And it has a brain stem, which can regulate involuntary functions. You are saying that is not human. If it has a brain, cerebellum, is that what you're talking about? No, brain stem, brain, a brain stem, not a brain. Like, what, what do they have? You pull it up. Let's define it. Let's look into it. I fucking hate this debate. So Me bad. too, man. People, they look at a fucking diploid there cell and they're like, that's a human. I'm like, what in the it's fuck world has this come to? Anencephaly. A serious birth effect in which a baby is born without parts of the brain and okay, skull. Okay, they still have some brain. That's still human. If you have no brain, you're dead. You're not. There are many Maybe babies that are born. they can pump blood through a piece of meat, but what the fuck? Okay, I'll just, I'll just simplify this dead and we'll wrap it up. Are still humans. Phil has a very simple definition. A new set of DNA in the, in the, in, uh, of the genus whatever, homo it's, sapien, etc. It's human DNA. Okay, and there is a living structure that is growing. Ian, your definition is just a bunch of random hodgepodge that Dude, doesn't make any high sense. intelligence, bipedalism, hairlessness. These these zygotes don't have that shit. Neither do neither zygotes do people with alopecia. Neither do neither do people with with serious birth defects. You cannot define human based on anomalous developments within the human race, and you cannot define human based on chosen characteristics that you deem worthy. I'm pulling from the definition: cognitive skills that enable them to thrive. Cognitive skills. Z zygotes don't oh, have those yet. 
I mean, it's, none of this makes. It's a developing Ian, human Ian that will have it. all of those things. Look, we already talked about those things. Okay. Chimeras, you just, can take a, a, a male and a female and, and fucking tweak the genes in her her little zygote if and turn it into a non-human. Zygote, and, and Ian, the problem with your with your with your worldview is that if you can kill a zygote, you can kill a retard. That's a horrible thing to say. Yeah, well, that's your fucking belief. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, you sit here ridiculous. and said You're... that a baby born with an encephaly is not a human. No, you said Ian, a baby born without a brain. Ian, you're qualifying who gets to qual you're you're making qualifiers as to who is and is not a human and you're still talking about human beings human dna human children all of the things that you're talking about come from humans they're all biological matter that comes from human beings they all have chromosomes they all have dna they're all things that come from humans they're why, all it's why all don't you all human. just be a little more responsible with who you have sex with that's not the con that's but that's, not the con but, but, again that's changing the subject the issue that i'm that i'm looking to answer is the question of human rights and when does the government have the right to determine someone does or does not have rights so that's why we need to have a very clear set definition yeah. this is not an argument about abortion in any capacity True. life begins at conception that's when a unique set of human dna is created and begins to grow right it doesn't matter if you can think feel smell fart shit or otherwise because there are some people who can't some people who can there are some people who can jump real high some people can't jump some people are born and they're fucking retarded some people are super smart some people have no legs some people have heads we don't define what grants you human rights by based on if you were born with the right amount of arms eyes ears face or otherwise so what i say is looking at the the issue of abortion because it's where it arises my position is simple the government does not have the right to mandate one person provide their body to another End of story. Right. Now, in the event that a woman grants a man the right to inseminate her, resulting in another human now being attached to her body, that was a choice she made to allow that. Right. And now she is obligated to not terminate because she welcomed that in. In the instance of rape, I believe the government has no authority right. to mandate a woman carry the baby, even though the baby is a unique human life that does have human rights, as defined by 30 states, which if you kill the woman and the baby dies, it's a double homicide. To say something like whether you're smart or have a brain or have arms or are bipedal, that, that that's what makes you human, is the justification for eugenics and genocide. Always have. Yeah. That. Yep. That's yeah. the big problem I'm, is when you're when you're making a qualifier about this person, this isn't a person and that is a person and this this do, you know entity doesn't qualify because they don't have these arbitrary uh features or whatever they don't like all of that stuff that's the same kind of idea that justified killing off thousands and or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people in, in nazi germany it's it's it is saying that these entities do not get personhood status and once you start doing that is like well you know the, the zygote stone and then the people that are mentally deficient don't and then the people that are blah 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 that's all eugenics it's all it all leads down to a path of 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 devaluing human life I, you, all of it i'm not gonna say you're wrong i don't know if you're right or if you're wrong but killing a zygote that early in the process of pregnancy two days a day after the impregnation is vastly different than eugenics no it's not it's i mean if not, a woman wants to terminate a, a one-day-old zygote uh, look i'm i'm pro-choice like and uh, up to the end of the first trimester but my my issue right now is is the is the way you're articulating it because like i said i'm pro i'm pro you know pro-choice up to the end of the first uh trimester i think that the 
the fetus is not cognizant yet it doesn't experience the way that a developed human being experiences and the 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 fetus is not viable at like you know 10 weeks or whatever so that's where you can have a reasonable in my opinion where you can reasonably say this is moral to end we we definitely got to get these other callers so larkin thanks for calling in oh shit we got a caller this whole time i forgot Thanks for this. Uh, <laughs> one thing, uh, I do homesteading, and I would look into miniature cattle because forty uh, percent of the feed, you get seventy percent of the beef, and instead wow. of seven gallons a day, you get about a gallon, gallon and a half. Cool, oh, but that's yeah, a good one. Thanks for calling in. See, you, ma'am. It's far more manageable than. Now, for everybody else who's been patiently waiting, we have me on Plan B. Welcome to the show. Fitting. Great. Here we go. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for having me on, uh, hey. Ian. I- I'm very glad that your mother was pro life it's good having you on the planet buddy she's pro-choice um my question well my my question is um for the panel and i'm in emerging technologies and wanted to ask what everybody thought about the idea of if we were able to get off a, a oil economy into something else uh, something other than electric how do you think that would change the political equation but what do you mean something other than electric like steam-powered cars? Well, like, for instance, no, um, the project I'm working on would be the first hydrocarbon uh, that could go toe-to-toe with electric cars in California. Oh, okay, like an alternate fuel? Something similar to, like, Porsche. Yeah, like Porsche's e-fuel would be similar to it. If we could make an engine that could run gasoline and hydrogen. Did he bring up getting off the OPEC dollar, too? Is that what he said? He didn't say anything about that? Well, I'm thinking in terms of of like the subject line of uh the game of money you know because they were talking about the petrodollar yeah yeah i thought he brought up that yeah, yeah, so, yeah in the beginning yeah. yeah i mean that'd be really interesting i I think it's probably one of the reasons why the u.s does not want alternate forms of energy because of the petrodollar the lpec yeah. yeah yeah i i i'm working with an economist on this for my campaign who's come up with this great scheme of it, he's he's mapped it all out it would only take 40 gen 4 reactors to power the entire country nuclear reactors mm, yeah. wow and they're small they're very safe they have a way to burn all the the waste very easily and actually turn it back into energy. Is, he, is he talking thorium or is he talking uh, plutonium i think i think it's plutonium but anyways uh he's okay. come up with a way uh, something that he calls the kilowatt dollar and um essentially the way that yeah. this would work is we'd be making first of all our energy would be pennies on the dollar but this energy right would be so abundant that we could actually put them in batteries and sell battery banks to other countries, and our our dollar would be backed off that, what he calls a kilowatt Those dollar. Those nuclear waste batteries are pretty cool. Right, but the, pro- the right. problem is the storage. When it comes to vehicles, you can't get the energy density high enough. Right, in the, in, yeah. a, in a vehicle. Solid-state yeah. batteries? Uh, actually, mechanical storage is probably one of the better options. Yeah. But, I, uh, I, like I for lo- instance, uh, the fuel I'm working on would be a green fuel that would be three to five times uh, more efficient than gas or diesel and with the similar energy density. Wow. Have you guys seen air batteries? Using six cars. I haven't seen those yet. No. Uh, so they... I've seen them at, 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 air, or at uh, airports and... Uh, air batteries? Train stations. How do, mm-hmm. how do they work? You compress air into a liquid, and then you can release it later to spin a turbine. Oh, it just evaporates... As it, soon as you expose it to the pressure density? As, as soon as you release the valve, the oh. pressure forces the air out Whoa. at a slow rate, spinning that's, turbine. That's different than what I'm thinking. What, does yeah. it just take a lot of energy to compress it? 
It takes uh, so the, the idea is that they would use solar power or some. Uh, uh, I forgot what they called it, but there's ways to actually manipulate atmospheric energy to induce the to, to store the energy to induce the compression and then store liquid air. Whoa! And then they use the release of liquid yeah. air as it uh, it rapidly cools. I think that's what I mean. Yeah, it, rap- it, it, it rapidly cools as the gas is being released, right. which spins a turbine and causes, you know, another effect that they, like, they found a way to, there's like a really great little mini video I watched explaining how they do air compression batteries. That pressure and change probably generates heat too, at least the, a little the, bit. The pressure change uh, absorbs heat. The, oh, it does it? The, okay. the liquefied the air has to yeah, absorb it, ambient energy. The heat is being cured when you compress it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. right, right. That's what okay. it is. When it's being compressed, the heat comes out. They use that heat for one process. Yeah, it's a crazy, crazy way to store energy, but it's brilliant. Question for you, me on plan B. Oh, uh, oh, I get it. I, I remember. They were talking about how to store energy for um, solar. And they said what would happen is that if the grid was ever at, at peak capacity, excess solar would be would uh, compress air into liquid air oh, tanks. Awesome. Yeah. Did that's you see the weird. tweet that I pinned on... Um, on my Twitter profile, it's James Tour from Rice University talking about how they're converting, I think it's methane, into hydrogen fuel. With unfortunately, a- uh, unfortunately, unless your Twitter comes across my uh, Gmail, I don't see it. Oh, okay. uh, I tried to talk to you about graphene about two years ago. <laughs> yeah, check out James Tour's breakthrough with hydrogen fuel because they're uh, able to flash like like carbon-based like plastics and stuff and get... Oh, I... It, it, yeah, and the stuff that I've been working on, they've had viable hydrogen cells ready to go. Yeah. But the people that invented that held the patents would not work with the big three. We definitely. Uh, my long term investor knows people and. Uh, Yo, yeah. hit up James Tour. He's very interactive. You can email him. We got to jump to these uh, other callers. Is there anything else you wanted to wrap up on? All right, thanks for your time, guys. You got it, homie. Thanks, thanks for you. calling. Well, we already talked about pizza, so I ain't worried. <laughs> right thanks. on, man. Cheers, pizza? Man. Thanks so. for calling I'm in. ready. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Giordano's or Gino's. Oh, mm. gotcha. I don't, I've never had either one. Patrick yeah. from Ohio. Oh, come on. Chicago deep dish? Yeah, I don't. I don't it's so much cheese. Oh, you know, I did have Gino's while I was there in Chicago. It's good. That's there right. There you go. Right. Patrick, what's up? Nothing much. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. good. Chilling. Thanks for taking my question. Absolutely. Uh, for Joshua Smith, um, I wanted to uh, talk about uh, his candidacy for libertarian president. Uh, I typically vote libertarian. And in 2016, my 90-year-old grandmother and myself also voted for Gary Johnson. So we had a, a span of quite a few years between the 30-some-odd-old me and my 90-year-old grandmother. So what's your strategy to unite these generations and gain their votes to break that 5% target? Question. Well, I think I think that we brought it up in the in the original show, but it, you know, we got to fight the culture war. I think it's really really important that we're uh brazen, brash, brave, principled campaign and not one that like, you know, just kind of capitulates on principle to try and win over the, you know, the Republicans and Democrats. I think uh, you know, unfortunately, like I said in my campaign video at the top of my uh, at the top of my Twitter, if you check it out, a very lo- a very large percentage of the of of uh, people in the United States did not vote for a presidential candidate in 2020 or 2020 uh, 2016. We're talking one year it was more one year it was more than half. One year it was around half, and uh, um, we had to find a way to ignite those people. Because we're not going to get the sycophants Trump from did. the Republicans. Yeah, we're not going to get the sycophants from the Republicans and the Democrats. So really, you know, I think that five five is a low. I think for me, it's a low goal. I want ten, 
But I think five is an attainable goal for the libertarian. It changes the, like I said, it changes the political landscape in the United States. How for, do you, uh, how do you convince Democrats or maybe moderate Democrats to vote libertarian? You don't. You think there's no you can, way? You, th- you think yeah. it's an absolute losing battle? They'll never even moderate libertarian. Yeah. What do you What do you mean? Just yeah. I mean Why I think it? that it's, you got to try somehow. Well, they, well you, that's what Chase Oliver is doing right now. The the other candidate from Atlanta who's all about like, oh yeah, no, dude, it's totally fine to bring your kids to these, uh, you know, gay men mm, shaking their butts in the I street see. stuff. And, so, what, and the other libertarian candidates doing that? Yeah. Yes. Holy. F- Fuck. Yeah, what? there are progressives in the Libertarian Party. Spike also supported it when he was running for vice president. So don't, it, he has recanted though because he there was a lot there was stuff he that he wasn't. He has, but there we was found, stuff that he we wasn't. Found a, yeah, we found Jorgen, a Twitter Jorgensen post. said we what would it say? It's not enough to not be racist. You, you have to must, be actively anti. And I thought it was really funny the Libertarian Party telling me what I must do. Right? Yeah. No, no. I'll say <laughs> that's I'll a say problem. This. That's a My, problem. I'm not going after the Democrats because listen, the Democrats would put all Libertarians up against the wall if they got the opportunity. Absolutely. Hands down, 100. Yep. I, I know I'm not. Uh, I am not a stupid Libertarian. I'm not an idealistic Libertarian. I know who our base is, mm-hmm. and I'm going after our base. I'm trying to get them fired up on the ideas of Ron Paul. Basically, it's the Ron Paul Revolution, and I'm trying to revive it. That's really what it is. And if you're not going to do that, don't run as a libertarian. Right on. Did you want to add any more, Patrick? No, I just want to shout out that this Discord community is great, Tim. Thank you so much for getting this together. We've had so many great conversations, and we're setting up so many events, and we're getting engagement left and right. right so on. Uh, just remember, please check out the uh, events and uh, try to participate That's in some of the cool. After Dark and other shows. Well, there's cool a lot thing. of people out here with They're that great hard. opinion. Right That's on, man. Cool Thanks for calling in. Hardcore. All right, and last but not least, we got Rogue, Rogue Z three fifty. What up? You are muted, right here. Hello, Rogue. Oh, man, it's dry. You're in I, stealth. I you have to Rogue. unmute your mic. Rogue must have fallen asleep. You, you took too long, dude. Oh, there, there you go. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, my emoji disappeared, so I thought I was off. Right, Rogue. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call, guys. Absolutely. Um, I'll try and make it quick. So, I grew up thinking we should allow everybody to do what they're going to do. You know, we have freedom, allow them to do what they want to make their lives happy. But it's gotten to the point where I think this country is pushing that so far that our moral, our morals are degrading to the point where it's pushing our society in a negative direction. Where do we draw the line between allowing people to have freedom, but also, you know, making them think of things that should cause a little bit of shame so that we keep our societal fabric together. That's just how that, do we keep on without going into tyranny? Well, that's just it. It's freedom plus shame. As Ron Paul said, abortion should not be illegal. It should be unthinkable. So we can tell people you can do what you want, but if people find out, then you you might as well leave town because no one's going to ever want to work with you or be near you or be around you. And that's that's the cultural element of this. There would there, the, the, the fact is our culture has been destroyed and completely evaporated. That's why you have laws like you wouldn't need laws if everyone agreed on the basic premise and rules of their civilization. But society gets really, really big. Culture breaks down and then people are forced into living next to each other because there's an overarching monopoly on violence that tells them what they can and can't do. We got to stop using the fucking term normalize. 
legitimately please stop using that term we're we're not just we're not just in a culture war we're also in a moral war yeah 100 percent. yep and when we're like oh well we just need to normalize sex work no the fuck we don't there's no reason for it to be normalized there's a reason why it's not normal and there's and 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 here's the the, the thing the only reason people advocate for normalizing sex work is because they want to do sex work. Yeah, of course. Or but if watch you, it. If you, uh, <laughs> or want, they want to engage it. Yeah. But if you eliminate sex work from the economy, then no one's advocating for right. it. People who are engaged in sex work should have other means of generating income. Yes. It's a cultural problem. Only fans. Yeah, stop, yeah, stop saying massive. Stop fucking saying normalize. Stop normalizing shit. We don't have to normalize shit that's not supposed to be normal. It can be legal. But shame the fuck out of them. Well, what about OnlyFans? Shame yeah, them. I shame every OnlyFans girl. Did that you comes see my across. tweet? <laughs> uh, was it about the CEO making no, a million sluts. a day? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. wanted to talk about that because I didn't agree with it. Well, <laughs> so what really happened was I said to Fresh and Fit, "You guys are complaining about women sleeping around tons of guys. If you have a problem with it, then start shaming them." Right. But what happens is the leftists, because they're grifters took the clip out of context, so it's me just saying, a guy pulls up in a Bugatti, he should look to the woman and say, what's your body count? And if she says, you know, what the fuck, fuck you, he, he says, fuck, I want to hone my car. Oh, okay. What I actually said was, why, I said, I literally said, you guys, why don't you do that? They were like, women be sleeping with 50 guys, so guys got to be prepared and sleep with 50 women. And then I said, well, why don't you, as high-value men, just shame the women then? Right. If that's your argument. And they turned it into, so my response to them, because they're pieces of shit, was all these, you know, people are saying, are mad at me for saying you should slut shame, slut shame sluts. Why the fuck would I care what these sluts think? <laughs> Proving a point. They got so fucking angry about being called sluts. One woman, she was like, Tim Pool's got a small dick. And it's like, lady, clearly you're upset <laughs> that you're a slut. This is the issue. Yeah. If you If you come to me and you said, Tim, you're fucking bald. I go, yes, that, that's true. I am. I, I wear a beanie. Yeah. And they're going to be like, yeah, well, you got nasty ass fucked up crooked teeth. I'm like, yeah, they've been crooked my whole life. I'm actually genetically missing a tooth. And they'll be like, well, fuck you. I'm like, bro, you're not making me mad by saying things I know. Right. But when you say women are sluts and they get really, really angry, it's because deep down there is shame yeah. in being a slut. And they know it. It's not that deep down. That's why the anger comes right. out so easily. Very it, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Very easily. So. It's because so like put shame it, back into the just do it. Just shame people. It's it's the, it's it's the same thing with being fat. It's the same thing with morbid obesity. There is a problem we all recognize with with overt promiscuity. We can we can easily simplify STDs and overeating. You die. You get cancer. You get heart problems. You get high cholesterol. You die. So people know they're doing something bad, but it feels good. And you say. I am not going to sit here and compliment you as you fuck your life up right. and they get angry about but it. But when you shame and you want to introduce shame into our culture, you want to do it subversively because if it's an angry guy yelling at people, you're bad, you're wrong, they're going to reject it no. and get angry. But if no. you put it in a movie no. where the villain has that ass attribute, you realize little kids will see it and they'll be like, I yes. don't want to be like that. that, that but that, also but, tell your fat friends they're fat. Shouldn't, isn't it better to articulate why it's a bad idea wait, than wait, wait, to wait, try hold, to be subversive? Because like subversive wait, wait, implies not letting people know Ian's, what you're doing. Ian's only wrong in the first half. He's It's true about our cultural, our, our films, our music, and our movies are influencing children. Subversively, that's what I meant. And it is more effective to have a villain be like, I'm going to destroy the world and have tons of sex while eating Krispy Kremes. And be like, well, I don't want to be like that. Right. That's true. But also, I think it is good to literally say something like, 
hey, I'm not interested in working with you because you're a prostitute. By all means, you go do your thing and live how you want to live. I'm, I will have no part in it. I, uh, personally, I, I have way, way more of a problem with the salutes than with prostitutes. If you're, if you're just giving it away and you're banging <laughs> dudes, those are the ones that are spreading diseases. Those are the ones that are out there ruining people's lives. If you're actually a sex worker, do your thing, get your bag. If you're a salute, just tossing it around. Salute then, you know, you should probably put a dime in between your knees and keep it there. But did you always feel like that as a rock star? I don't, I don't know a lot about your personal life. You don't have to talk about it, but did you fuck tons of chicks? Were you just like, whatever, let's just bang for 20 years? <laughs> so there was a time in my life when I was uh, more just adventurous. Say it's for the question, Phil. Come on, we don't. <laughs> but, but the thing is, like, the no thing one's going to believe there's that a, a re- rock star is not is passing it up. There's a reason <laughs> that I'm not big on the slut shaming and, and, and you know, given sex workers trash and blah 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 because i am in no position to actually judge someone else all right my life my life up until i quit drinking was different so i'm in no position to be like oh that person's bad or blah blah blah, or or cast judgment on someone do your thing it is a good idea to practice monogamy and to try to date with intent like if you're dating it's a good idea to date with intent like i get it there are people that are young that are going to go out and and you know, they, they think it's a good idea to go party and stuff. And fair enough, if you want, fine. I don't think it's a problem, it's, it's, but I think that it's something that we should not, and we should not as a society be like, this is how you want to live your life. It is a problem. A yeah. society. And, and, you know, like growing up in Chicago, m- my upbringing was fucking sex positive liberal across the board. Mm-hmm. Everyone's banging each other. Everyone's doing crazy ass shit. Tons of drugs all over the place. Obama's smoking crack and having and, gay sex. And, yeah. and, <laughs> exactly. And it's a problem that it got to this point where young people are like, it's totally fine if we go out and do this. Because now in Brooklyn, you have super chlamydia. Yeah. Have you guys heard about no. super chlamydia? Can't even get rid of it. With can't get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, incurable. Onion, garlic, red nope. wine. You're going to have to do some old school shit. You're going to have to go to the old they're, school. They're, like, apparently, the antibiotics aren't working anymore. Yeah, go look at bald what's, what's happening is these people in, in Williamsburg, in Brooklyn, they, they'll have sex, get it, spread it to somebody else. Then one guy goes, fuck, my dick hurts. He goes to the doctor and the doctor says, take this medication, don't have sex until you've completely finished it and then you come back and get tested again to make sure it's gone and they go you got it doc and then once they got halfway halfway through whatever their bottle or whatever the prescription is they start banging again and now it's a more resistant strain that's spreading it's literally super fucking chlamydia spreading that's a problem this guy james tour the scientist this graphene scientist talks about that he talks about his fear of antibiotic resistance viruses as one of the biggest threats well we already have bacteria that are very, very antibiotic resistant, oh, yeah. like methylene resistant yep. uh, Staphylococcus. Yeah. Worse kills people every year. So and there's but, nothing we can do about it. I'm going to have to yeah. put a hard stop in. Rogue, did you want to do any final thoughts? Because we're way over. For Phil, but I'll just make it a statement, I guess. Um, I don't know if you're a fan of or know much about them, but if you would check out 21 Pilots lore from their second album on, it's all a story and it's lore it's fairly to our times today it's called yeah, lore it, okay lore. i know what he's talking about i can remind you oh, later it's awesome. it's very relevant to everything that's going on today okay and they've been sure. writing this 10 years awesome thank right you on, man thanks, thanks for calling in thank you thanks for all guys cheers good guys. One. yeah dude 
All right. Uh, that was a fun one, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, thanks for hanging out. It's been a blast. Yeah, of course, man. I had a good time, too. I, I didn't tell people about my show earlier, but... I, tell us. I, oh, well. I, I, I do have a show called Break the Cycle with Joshua Smith, if anybody ever wants to check it out. We're uh, live on Thursday when, evenings. When will we know if you're the uh, candidate? May of twenty. Uh, May of next year is our, our nominating convention. So All right. Okay. Yeah, I've got right a lot on, of time. Where do people see your show? Uh, on YouTube. If you if you look up youtube.com backslash fight the despots, it'll take you right to my, my show. But we're also on uh, Rumble and Odyssey and uh, BitChute and some other ones too. But, right on, man. Thanks yeah, for hanging thank out. You. It's been a blast. No, I had a blast. Thanks for having and, me. And uh, thank you guys for being members and keeping this thing going. And I'm, it's, it's so cool what you guys are doing in the Discord server and building it up and making a community. It's the coolest shit ever. So thank you guys so much. And we'll see you all tomorrow. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.